Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Pagans Tonight Radio Network, the voice of the pagan world. Pagans Tonight is sponsored by Witchschool.com, your anyone, anytime, anywhere magical education. Greetings all, and welcome to the Pagan Shine Show. The second Friday each month on the Pagans Tonight Radio Network, we have a lineup of three diverse shows. Normally the first show is hosted by Reverend Lily Green and the Bark Meow Tweet Show, but Reverend Lily has taken the night off and will be returning soon. The second show is the Pagan Shine Show, followed by Carillion Deep Waters with Reverend Stephanie Neal. If you can't listen to all of tonight's program, remember, these shows are always available in the archives, where you can jump ahead to where you left off. Tonight, the Pagan Shine show uh, will be, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> tonight the Pagan Shine and immediately following this show is Carillion Deep Waters with Reverend Stephanie Neal. The concept of this show is reflective of the definition of the word shine. Shine, to reflect light, to glisten, to distinguish, to distinguish oneself in an activity or field, to excel, to aim or cast the beam or glow on others. Well, tonight I am pleased to welcome Reverend Sir Elizabeth Hamilton. So those of you who tune in regularly will be familiar with Reverend Liz, who frequently joins Reverend Ed Carroll, as well as who has been a part of so many shows over the years here on Pagans Tonight. However, tonight she joins me to share about her new endeavor, the Witch and Famous Agency. Reverend Liz is a dear friend going back almost 13 years when Stephanie and I met her for the first time as we were traveling from New Jersey, heading to our first Corellian illustration. We picked her up in Pennsylvania after she got home from high school, and then we went on to Ohio. Over these intervening years, she has dedicated herself to the path, becoming a third-degree priestess, and continues on her path. Earlier this year, she, as a majority owner, started the Witch and Famous Agency. So without further ado, welcome Reverend Sir Elizabeth Hamilton, and thank you for joining me tonight. Hi, Mike. It's great to be here. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing wonderful, and I uh, am so looking forward to hearing about your your newest endeavor. Oh uh, yes, is it okay I cannot we, wait for this hour. <laughs> is it okay if we dispense with titles since we are friends? Of course, please. I've known great. you for 13 years, my friend. Yes, <laughs> or else I should I should have called you Reverend Sir Michael. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mike is good for uh, me. I love Mike. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, Liz is coming to us tonight from her home in Pennsylvania. I don't yes, know if it's the same place correct. where we picked you up that time, but uh, um, it's, how are it's things in there? The same, it, it's in the same vicinity, actually. It's like uh, maybe like 10 miles or so from where I grew up. Um huh. And, you know, it's really hot here today, and I think it might be raining here in a little while, but it's just so humid. And my bedroom is on the third floor, and I refuse to use my air conditioner 
before June. So I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you see the principle that heat rises, right? So yes, right up to the third definitely. floor. Yep, right up to the third floor. <laughs> well, I know in these intervening 13 years, you've been in many different locations, right? I think you were in Florida for a I while. I have. No, actually, I never lived in Florida. Um, oh, okay. I moved to, let's see, I went to Ohio and then back to Pennsylvania and then Minnesota and then back to Pennsylvania and then North Carolina, then Michigan, and now Pennsylvania again. Um, so let like, me tell you, you know, I, I am not moving for a while. Uh, this, is, this is it <laughs> for a while because this has just been craziness, moving around all these all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really hard to feel like you're getting any roots set down when you're going from location to location. Pretty much, pretty much, yeah. That's feel a little bit right. like that gypsy life, a little bit of a gypsy life, right? Yeah, you know, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with the gypsy life. Um, but I, I think, and I think, uh, I think settling down, like setting roots is more about, you know, who you're settling roots with rather than like staying in one spot. Like it's about like making a life with a person or with people. Um, you know, so, I mean, I've always been most at home when I'm with my mom and I'm living with uh-huh. her now, and we're supporting each other, and it's just awesome. So rocking the millennial at home life, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It, you know, it's still support. You know, you guys support each other. It's Absolutely. Not, you know, obviously as your mom, it's been going on for years and years, almost right. 30 years, right? <laughs> yes, yes, I am almost 30. I turned 30 on August 13th, and I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait until you hit higher ages, and you'll say, wait, 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 let's things well, slow down here. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's. I guess it's been, it's really funny that you mentioned that, because, you know, I, I've been starting to get, like, more noticeable gray hairs. And, you know, for a while there, for, like, a few months, like, when I started noticing them, I don't think I was in, like, a great spot to be noticing them, like, mentally. And I was kind of like, you know, oh, my goodness, my gray hairs, you know, pluck them out, get rid of them, I don't want to see them anymore. And now I'm like, you know what, no, I'm going to I'm gonna stick to what I told my Nana, may she rest in peace, when I, when I told her that, you know, I'm just going to let it go. I don't need to diet. I don't want to diet. I can't stand spending money on on useless stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I I I am as I am, you know. Take me or leave me. I'm not gonna, you know, glam it up. And I I just I I find makeup and a lot of that sort of stuff, you know, kind of fake, because it kind of like hides the person instead of you know, enhancing something. You know what I mean? Like, we're already beautiful, and that's part of my big message lately has been, you know, accept yourself as you are. And I guess I guess it comes at a good, at a good time. <laughs> well, that's so much um, what our teaching is all about, what the path is all about. Right. Is be yourself. Right. And, you know, and, and I want to add, sure. like, a little asterisk caviar. Uh, caviar, yeah, caveat. Yeah, I guess I must have fish eggs on the brain. Um, <laughs> caveat. That, you know, if you like makeup and you like taking, like, you know, 
an hour or two hours a day or whatever it is to do your makeup, that's fine. That's good on you. I'm just saying that you don't have to do that piece to be beautiful. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted well, to, to clarify that's that. Well case said. Yeah. That's well mm-hmm. said. And uh, let our listeners know. Oh, by the way, I was a little late in opening up the chat room, but it is open now for anyone who wanted to know where is the chat room. But it is open should you uh, want to chat along. Yay. Well, let's see here. We have this name, Witch and Famous Agency. What a yes. captivating yes. name. Let's I dive know. in and please tell our listeners what this is all about. So Witch and Famous Agency, um, it started up the 1st of January of this year. And um, I started this with the idea that, you know, pagans don't really have any sort of agents or, you know, PR or, you know, um, you know, representation to for, for, like, jobs and things like that and to get people's names, like, out there in the community, out there in the world. Um, you know, our, our message and our concept is, like, kind of evolving and, you know, flexible and all that. We're not, like, stuck in stone. We're not going to be – if something's not working – we're changing it. So, um, you know, we've tried a few things here and there that didn't kind of work out. So basically, but the idea is still the same as it was when I started, um, with my Mm -hmm. best friend, uh, Ed. Um, and that is to make people well known to make people kind of like the Selena Fox or the Oberon Zell. Um, that that name and brand recognition uh, kind of thing is, is what we're looking to do. And through making them noticeable and famous, we make ourselves noticeable and famous because it's an energy it's an energy feedback loop. It's mm-hmm. a very magical concept. Um, oh yes, I and, would say so. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned a couple names there. Now, are there? Where? <clears throat> let me see. Did, did they become where they are because of other similar type businesses? No, they did it all. Are by you themselves. sort of the first? This is the first. This is a totally. Oh, this is a first sort of concept that I've ever seen. I mean, you know, maybe somebody in the comments later can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm the first. This the Witch and Famous Agency is is one of a kind, unique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, we are we have we have given ourselves the label the catchy label of, uh, you know, a lifestyle development company. Um, so basically, you know, we're, we're showing, we're going to be showing people and teaching people how to make themselves more of what they already are and making those of our clients um, be able to help people who need their services uh, gain those clientele. Does that make sense? I don't know if I explained yeah, that very yeah. well. That, okay. No, I understand. And actually, when you're dealing with this, what what do the people who you represent, now I know in the uh, muggle world, they would be called talent. I mean, do you still yeah. refer to them as your your talent roster well, or whatever? They are my, I, I consider them my clients. Okay. Um, 
and because because I am working for them. So, you know, and then, you know, I am I am helping them kind of help themselves sort of thing. I don't I don't I don't know if I like the word talent because I it's not it's not I don't think that what we do is necessarily talent. It's it's skill. It really yeah. honestly is skill. You know, I mean, some of us might be born with these things like latently, but a lot of us and all of my clients included have had to work on honing these skills. Um, and I know that's not necessarily, you know, the way that other people would think of the word talent when they when they use when they see this my kind of company sort of using the word, but to me it just mm-hmm. it doesn't sit quite right. So clients is what I call my clients, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean in in many cases your clients break down into different subgroups probably, like some are authors, yeah. some are speakers, some are workshop givers or <laughs> I'm not sure right. what the right and, term you know, for that, I, I mean, it, it, Yeah, I get what you're saying. And basically, they all overlap. Um, and so, let's see. So let me just let me just give you the rundown of who I've got. Like nobody's like, oh, don't share me. Of course, the whole point is to share to share them and about them. Um, so we have uh, John Anastasio, um, who is a Reiki master teacher and um, energy worker. And he's an author, and he's an all-around wonderful guy. Um, you got to meet him at Lustration, actually. Um, oh, yeah. So he was on the show about yeah. a year and a half ago. Oh, that's cool! Hey, look at that! Yeah. You know, yeah. um, so and he lives he lives in um, in in Washington State right now, um, and he is the author of Reclaiming Your Sacred Path which is incidentally also a a the the name of his radio show um which all of you I encourage all of you to uh visit boldbravemedia.com and slash schedule and then um let's see here I have to navigate it I should have had this ready beforehand but I wasn't necessarily okay so and then if you click on the little arrow uh right rightward pointing arrow up on the uh top right corner you can click on channel 1 or channel 2 and it'll navigate you like through the um the shows it's called reclaiming your sacred path and it takes place every Tuesday at 9 p.m. eastern time every single Tuesday um and I think it's on channel two. Nope, I guess it's on channel one. Um, but yeah, so that's a little bit about him. Then we have Misty Denson, who is this amazing woman who just kind of found me out of nowhere. Um, you know, one day I was I was scrolling through messages uh, on on the the Wafa rich and famous agency is Wafa for short. Um, colloquially. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, so I was scrolling through the messages on Wafa, and like she had just like left a comment, and it had been sitting there for like two and a half or three weeks almost. And I'm like, oh my goodness, how did I miss this? You know, I I was like, I got myself like super anxious and super. I'm like, I'm so sorry that I missed your message. Blah blah blah. And you know, we got to talking, and so Misty Denson 
is a psychic and a witch and a priestess, um, and she does uh, life work for people, um, readings, and helping them fix and get on the right path uh, with themselves and their their energy and their power. Um, so, sort of um, like life coaching. Is that... Like a life coach, yeah. And John also yeah. does that too, which is, you know, reclaiming your sacred path sort of thing. Um, let me see. She um, she has been a, a witch and a pagan all of her life, basically, even though she did not grow up that way. Um, she's, all, she's always kind of identified that way after she figured out, you know, what a witch and a pagan and a priestess is. Um mm-hmm. And she's she's a healer, she's a healer. Um, so let me see. Then we have um, Gottwort, who is one of my very best friends. We've known each other since two thousand and seven. Um, and he is a tarot reader. Um, he is a a person of many many talents and abilities. Um, he is also a healer, um, and so he does really deep work, and he's been doing this work for over 25 years, um, and he's only 40 years old himself, I think, something like that. He's not, he's that, he's not that much older. I don't even know if he's 40 yet. I have to check his birthday. I can't remember off the top of my head. Don't tell him. <laughs> um, and then um, we have, uh, of course, uh, Reverend Don Lewis. And everybody who has ever listened to this show or any show on Pagan's Tonight Radio Network knows who Don Lewis is. Um, Correct. So, and um, I'm also representing um, the Corellian tradition. Um, so what that means is, like, I help with, like, you know, getting our name out and our publicity and, you know, our public face and that sort of deal. Um, right. Which is something yeah. that we all should be doing really as priesthood. Um, but, you know, for me, it's like kind of like a particular niche, I suppose. Um, I suppose one could say. So, and then uh, we have Ginger Strabelli from Egypt. Um, and she is actually a well-known priestess in the Appalachian area of the United States, but she's living in Egypt right now for various reasons. Um, and she's actually living like within sight distance of the temp- uh, of the pyramids and the Sphinx and the temples and all that. Oh. It's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, so she does, She I'm primarily representing her through her tower, tarot readings. Um and of course, that's how that might expand as we go forward. Um, and then I am representing uh, one millennial um, who is set to become the premier tarot reader of her generation, and um, her name is Morgan Severson, and she is out of Chicago. And she is tarot, 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 up, down, left, right, and center, tarot. Um, And um, she is also an empath 
and she also reads angel cards in addition to tarot. Um, so yeah, yeah, that that's is very nice. that is my is my roster uh, for uh-huh. omens. And, um, you know, sneak peek for everyone. I do not think she will mind. I am also very soon, uh, hopefully very soon, knock on wood, if nothing else goes awry, um, going to be representing your dear, darling wife, Stephanie (laughs) Neal. And I am so happy to do that. I mean, you know, I love Steph. I have have a deep and abiding love for Steph. She's such an amazing person. And Dawn, too, and all, all of these people that I've mentioned, are just fantastic people with fantastic and amazing abilities and skills. And I just, I, I'm not looking for anybody else right now because having like seven, eight people slash groups on board is kind of a, kind kind of a big bite to chew on. Uh, so. <laughs> that is, a, that is a lot. You're a one person operation right now, right? Well, two. I mean, there is Ed also. Um, okay, I am okay. the majority. I am the majority owner, um, uh-huh. but Ed is my partner, and he is our chief strategist. So we kind of like steer the boat together, uh, as it were. Well, that's very interesting, you know, because you have a wide range of clients. <laughs> I yes. almost said talent, although you did use that oh, word. Talent once. slash clients, you know. Yeah. I, well, I said they have talents. They have skills. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. But in a sense, it, by referring to them as talent, it almost sounds like they are an uh, inanimate object or something. You know, right. Versus, Ex- exactly. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. It, it makes the it makes it makes the perception that that their skill is them and that's it. It takes away the humanity. Of it, and these are very yeah. these are some of the most amazing, gentle, kind, loving, caring people you will ever meet in your life. Yes, I've met some of them, and I have to agree with you there. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, because of such diverse skills, knowledge, uh, uh, and what they have to offer, I guess each person you have to promote individually because it's not like everyone's a singer, you know, because right. none, nothing you mentioned is a singer. But so when you're dealing with that, I mean, I guess people contact you or you reach out promoting the agency saying, hey, if you're in need of the services of a pagan Wiccan uh, speaker or uh, yes. tarot reader, you, you promote it from that, that end. And then the other Correct. side is if if people come to you, right? Uh, you know, having heard of the agency and say, "Look, I need, I'm looking for X, Y, and Z," right. and then you try and match them together. Absolutely, yes. And um, actually, uh, we are currently sending um, Misty to Salem uh, in October. So uh, she's going to read tarot up there, and. Um, that's going to be really great. Uh, I am. She did. She did really well there. Uh, I think it was last year or the year before. And they've. They've. Uh, I'm. I'm. I got her hooked up there again. So that's awesome. And I was really happy to do that for her. So you found um, so, someone that wanted her to come into what their store or their uh, yes, museum their or what into their shop. Yes, into their into their shop. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I got her all hooked up 
with, you know, the application, and we went through it and make sure that it's all good and whatever. And, you know, it, it was basically a repeat from what she had last year, but it's going through me now to take some of the oh. work off of her. Um, well, so, good. yeah, I'm hoping that she does really well up there this year, this, this fall. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I know that there are many, through the spring, summer, and into the fall, many festivals. Oh, yes, there's festivals. Yeah. Uh, are they a source that you would look to have people, Absolutely. or are they pretty much, they do their own booking, they don't come to an agency? What? Or well, maybe they don't I come don't to an agency because they don't know I'm, that there one exists. Right, right. There's one in existence, and that's Rich and Famous Agency. So word is going to get around eventually, hopefully sooner rather than later, that, you know, if they're looking for a psychic or a presenter, a special presenter, um, you know, presenters for many decades, basically, um, you know, talented people, knowledgeable in myriad subjects, this sort of thing, they'll contact me ahead of time, like well, well, well ahead of time, and we can negotiate on our client's behalf and get the best price, get the best deal. Um, and, you know, I, I want to emphasize, since we're talking about price and deal and cost and money, okay, that money is a necessary thing. And I don't say that it's a necessary evil because it's not evil at all. Your energy and your time in physical, tangible form, if we're talking about cash, and in potential energetic form, if it's like an internet transaction or like a, like a, uh, uh, yeah, an internet transaction, basically, electronic transaction. It is, it is saying, okay, I am going to give you 15 minutes of my time in the form of X amount of dollars for those eggs you have there in your basket sort of deal. And so one thing that I'm trying really hard right now to promote is this idea money is a necessary good. It is a necessary thing that we have in our society today. And I'm trying to, like, wake people up from this this ill feeling that they have towards money because what we think we promote into reality – And if we're constantly saying, oh, money, who needs money? You need money. I need money. We all need money. And number two, money is necessary and awesome because it then makes transactions a one-way street instead of the bartering system, which is a two-way street. So, you know, instead of bartering, which would be, hey, I have this cupcake and you have that ice cream. I want your ice cream. Do you want my cupcake? You could say, no, I don't want your cupcake. I have my ice cream, and I like it just fine. Thank you very much. And then, you know, I'm stuck with my cupcake, but I really want your ice cream. You know, so if I say, hey, you know, you have some ice cream, I'll pay you, like, you know, $3 for your little cup of ice cream. Here's three bucks. You know, okay, cool. I can go buy myself some more ice cream. Awesome. Here you go, Liz. That sort of thing. Well, 
I mean, do you think that that is a major hurdle that you (laughs) have to overcome? Because in my mind, and here again, I've never arranged a festival or a a gathering in which basically people pay to go to the gathering, and usually it helps defray the cost of where it's being operated on, and maybe to bring in uh, musicians or something like that. But yes. my con- my feeling has been that, oh, you want to come? Okay, well, look, we'll let you do a workshop, and you can sell your book if you have a, you know. And in a sense, that's your that's your compensation that you get to sell your book or your CDs or whatever. Uh, right. I don't know. Maybe that's not at all what festivals are like that they actually pay their 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 workshop. Well, uh, I think I, it. I, I think it really just depends on the festival, you know. Um, it depends on the event or the conference or the festival or whatnot. Um, but, you know, I don't know that a person designing a workshop, working really hard on it, and then teaching it like two or three times throughout the event in exchange for ad- admission and a booth to sell their books at, like where is the guarantee that they're going to get compensated, like monetarily compensated, you know, right. because they're not – the event's not paying for them to get there. The event's not paying for their hotel room necessarily. The event's not paying for their food. All of these things cost money. So that also seems like a major hurdle that it is. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it is. when you're absolutely. trying to change the paradigm of what mm-hmm. the expectation is. Right. And so, you so. know, it's either going to happen. It's either going to happen one of two ways incrementally or suddenly and um, I'm actually designing some workshops uh, of my own um, which is gonna which is gonna talk about this and talk about the necessity that is money and I am going to really be trying with this workshop to shake people's minds up when they hear the word money I don't want them to hear the word money when they hear money anymore, I want them to hear the word energy because we know, pagans know, Wiccans know, witches know all about energy. We live and breathe and thrive on energy. So why should we then not love money? And I'll tell you why. It's because money has been for too long associated with this other word, greed. And, you know, you and I both know, and everybody knows that's listening, the whole spiel about, you know, how money and greed became associated. We won't go there because that's just feeding into the paradigm. And so it's basically like, come on, guys, it's time to wake up. We want to be successful, right? And to do that in this world, in this reality, we need money. We need mm-hmm. that energy. We need that specific form of energy because it is the easiest path we can take. Bartering will take too freaking long. It does not meet everybody's needs. Money, however, right. is that door opener, that you know, that one-way transaction thing. Oh, I see that. I buy it with a couple, a couple of dollars. Oh, you want me to present for you? Pay me a couple hundred bucks. Or whatever. Yeah, I'm and, not and, saying, you know, 200 is the price line there, but for example. 
I hear everything you're saying. It's just a matter of mm-hmm. changing people's mindset and, and somewhat right. of the mindset because, you know, so often things have been given freely or freely given. Yes. And yes. yet in the end, someone can spend their life supporting the path, going around right. and uh, being there for uh, for Reiki, for uh, mm-hmm. crystal healings or whatever their whatever their main focus is and then in the end you know come their later years when they're into their crone or their uh end not end years but their older years where they can get around as much then they have nothing that right they were able to put away for yep. other than yep. and good I can, vibrations and, and good energy you. and right and i can point to oberon zell the famed wizard oberon zell the father of you know paganism in america is the perfect example of that and it's it's really disappointing it's really disappointing that he's been in such a rough spot over the last few several several years because we should as a pagan community we should have more for our elders for our sages, for our crones, than good energy, good vibrations, thoughts, and prayers kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, so he is a fantastic teacher. Morning Glory was a fantastic teacher when she was alive. You know, I know they have the gray school, but the school ain't going to cut it. You know, having a school is awesome, but the school has its own expenses. It has its own staff that it needs to support with money you have to pay money to take classes there you know that it it just it's energy guys it's energy every time okay so here's an easy quick two-minute exercise okay for the next three days i want everyone listening to this program right now to in their mind replace the word money with energy somebody says the word money you think energy and just keep doing that over and over and over and over again. Every time, every time you think, oh, I need $4 for, you know, this Starbucks cup of coffee. Oh, no, no, no. I need four energy points for that cup of coffee. If you think of it like a game, it makes a lot more sense and it makes it kind of easier to um, get along. Does that make sense? Oh, it does, it does, and yet in my mind I'm chuckling. It almost like how Bitcoin, uh, yes, you know, Bitcoin out of nothing has become this huge, huge uh, financial behemoth. I guess you could call it. I don't know how yes, it's doing yes. now, but it, I know it, it has it, um, steady growth. Well, mm-hmm. I, I really want to talk about your work as a witch and famous agency, but absolutely. You said you're working on some type of a teaching or dealing with money and giving and all that. So I would once you have that ready, you let me know. I'd love to have you back on the show to talk about that specifically. Absolutely. Okay. That's good because really there is – I haven't seen any teachings about, you know, uh, financing. Look, my, my background and many people in the pagan path came from churches. Okay, right. and one of the biggest complaints 
that people will say about churches is, oh, it's always asking for money, asking for money, and that's why mm-hmm. I didn't like it. Well, that never bothered me because whether it's the pagan concept or a non-pagan concept about money and giving, it's the same law applies regardless of what type right. of church you go to. So if right. you're giving freely and you're giving uh, from your heart, there, there's a return. Sometimes it's yes. not necessarily money, but it's in other ways. So it, it's a teaching I haven't seen, not that I, I've inspected every pagan teaching out there. Don't get me wrong. Of but, course. Uh, it, it's, it's something that I think by talking about it and teaching about it, it allows people to maybe experience the joys of of abundance. Uh, of, of abundance, abundance. yes. Yes, abundance and of giving and of receiving. Because here's the other here's the other thing of it, really, really quick, okay, is that when you give, you also receive. What you put out, you gain back. It's the law of return. Mm-hmm. And if you really want to go out there on the end of the uh, gang plant, you say, well, it can be many returns many returns, not just tit yes. for tat. Ab- absolutely, multi- absolutely. It, it's multiplied, right? Because, yes. you know, of, of the law of three, threefold return. What what you give out, you get back three times, many folds. And that works so. for money, too. So oftentimes it's looked yep. at as kindness or as, um, you know, a, a, a more right. spiritual thing. But it, it yeah. applies the material as well. Exactly. Look, I want to get back to your other invent. Yes. Your other <laughs> which is famous. By the way, before I forget, if if people who are arranging for uh events or whatever, how can they contact you? They can email you know, to, me at to get your to get your clients, you know, or to contact yes. you about your clients. Mm-hmm. How can they do that? Absolutely. They can contact me at which and famous agency at gmail dot com. That is the easiest way. I will receive that email on my phone, boom, and I will, you know, shoot you back a reply as soon as I can. Okay, and you mentioned that someone posted something on a web page someplace. Yeah, on, yeah it was on uh, Facebook.com slash Witch and Famous Agency. Um, so if you would rather contact me on Facebook for whatever reason, send the page an instant message. It'll say, you know, underneath of our little um, our little banner there, it has a blue rectangular bar-looking thing that says send message. So click on that and then write me a message and then send it that way. And I will read it as soon as I can. Um, Very good. Not, whatever you do, if you're looking for talent, like if you're looking for skilled, skilled people immediately, send me a message. Do not leave a post on the page because – that's how uh, the other post that I mentioned earlier was kind of lost in the shuffle. <laughs> oh, it was a post instead of a message, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Tell me something. As far as uh, opportunities to work with your group of clients, is everything always geared towards in-person, or what would the far-reaching opportunities in the – social networking and podcasts and Skype and whatever new things are out there, do you also, can you also we, set up things like that? Mm-hmm. 
we are looking to be on the cutting edge of technology at all times. So if you have an idea for, you know, your group or whomever to have, like, a conference call or a Skype chat or, you know, um, uh, some sort of seminar-type lesson, we're doing that too. Um, you know, like I said, we're only in the fifth month as a startup, and, mm -hmm. you know, we're getting our ducks in a row. So um, this is this is all going to be, you know, um, basically first come, first served kind of thing, uh -huh. you know. So if people really start, you know, messaging me, hey, I want your clients, you know, at my – I want I want a tower reader at my bachelor party, or you know, or something. Then that's uh -huh. what we're going to do first, sort of thing. Yeah. If we start getting a lot of requests for, hey, you know, I I I would love to have you know my my coven is getting together, but we know you know it's going to be it would be like prohibitively expensive for us to fly your clients out to us. Can we do like a conference lesson with them? You know, we hear they're really great. Um, then that is what we're going to focus on. And, you know, that's always actually what we're going to gear towards because, you know, doing things electronically is really a whole lot less expensive for a lot of people, you know. Sure, you don't traveling. have accommodations to deal with or transportation, even exactly. food if it's, uh, you yes. know, in, this, in a sense it, it really brings it down to the talent getting yep. uh, the client the client yep. getting compensated for their time and for their effort and instead of the airlines making money or the hotels and things like that as long as the receiving end or the people who reach out to you are open to an electronic energy experience right exactly and so you know we are both on and offline we are both physical and cyber you know it's the sky is the limit. We have no limits, really. Well, Eventually, that's it, because you you set up your model, your business model, to not limit yourself to in-person. So, right. I mean, to me, that was very forward-thinking. Mm -hmm. uh, and Even down the road, even some of these festivals may end up having people do a broadcast from their home site because of the right. uh, keep the expense down. And really there are some people that really don't like the camping experience. Right, exactly. And, you know, or they don't have enough, you know, money for a hotel in the middle of a big city or something that these conferences and things often take place in. You know, right, I mean, right. and or maybe they're too sick to travel. Maybe they're housebound. Maybe they have agoraphobia, but they have a message that they want to give out. Mm-hmm. There's no reason there's no reason why not being able to go outside of your home should be a barrier to learning or to teaching. Very good. That's that's such mm -hmm. a uh, a true thought, such a solid thought. Uh you know, before I I actually want to steer you on to another subject sure. uh, with the limited amount of time we have left, but is there anything else dealing with the witch and famous agency that you would like to share before I uh, change tires on you? Um, yes. Uh, so I am looking for everyone to seed at least $1 a month with Wicked Famous Agency on our Patreon page. And 
um, now through um, through the 24th of May, anyone who signs up for at least $1 a month patronage um, will receive one wire-wrapped crystal that has been attuned by myself personally and wire-wrapped by myself personally to the crystal web. And I will mail that to you as soon as I receive your payment. Uh, it would be sometime in, in, the, in the beginning of June um, because they go through, you know, at the end of the month. Um, so if you guys want a crystal web crystal um, that you can, you know, hang up in your home, wear as a necklace, I don't necessarily recommend that um, because, you know, crystal web crystals are very powerful, um, then Witch and Famous Agency at Patreon is the way to get one. Patreon.com slash Witch and Famous Agency. So, uh, if I were just to type that in for our chat room, it would patreon.com mm -hmm. forward slash which Witch and, and is the and yeah, spelled the out and. or is it the, the, word, the and. word and and famous agency? Yes. Okay. I'm going to just put that into the chat room right now. Uh, awesome. And, and that's basically a. <laughs> there's a few people in there, so. And we don't know how many people may be listening, so that's why right. if we spell it out, Patreon is P-A-T-R-I-O-N. No, R-E-O-N. Oh, I'm sorry, R-E-O-N? R-E-O-N dot com. Oh, no, did you spell it wrong, Mike? Oh, Mike. Yes, I did. Okay. I, I corrected the Patreon. All right, all right. Thank you. Sorry about that. No, it's okay. But, you know, you could have been in the chat room, too. I could you know have, yeah, there. but you know me and yeah. multitasking. Come on. I can't <laughs> I can't multitask that well. <laughs> well, speaking of multitasking, that's the other thing I wanted to get into, especially since we sure. are just winding up talking about Witch and Famous Agency, about doing it not necessarily in person. I saw recently an announcement for the Global Wicca Summit coming up in yeah. early September. And yeah. I saw that you're involved in that as well. Now, is that part of I your am. synergy with your agency, or is this like a different, you've got a different hat on for that? Well, it's, it's basically the, the Elizabeth hat, yeah. It's all sort of tumbling into one big thing at that point. Um, you know, it's it, it's going to be a wild ride. So envision a conference that anyone, anywhere, anytime can attend, that they can participate in any way that they are able, as many or as few ways as they can. You know, there can be as many speakers, as many presenters, as many workshops, and you don't even have to leave your house. That's a big, huge, gigantic thing that a lot of people can't even imagine. Um, but that's what we're looking to do. Um, so it's going to um, be, let me see here. Let me see if I can just get a little blurb that I can read. So it's, it's a teleconference, pretty much is how it is. Um, and it's focusing on the idea of Wicca as a global faith. And um, so... It's going to center around the idea of Wicca. Who are we as a community? And 
what are the facets that we have that we share commonly as Wiccans? Um, and we are Wiccans first in this conference. We represent ourselves as Wiccans first. Um, it is it is going to basically bring bring everybody together for like five days online on the radio nightly broadcast three hours a night um, panels discussions questions real time uh-huh. so um, there's a lot more information about this on www.thedailyspell.com slash G-W-S. Um, and, you know, you don't have to be a Wiccan to participate. Um, and so we are um, looking for, for speakers and presenters and workshops. You know, send us your idea. Um, reach out to editor at thedailyspell.com. That is um, I believe that is Lori Blackman's email address. Um, she is, of course, the editor of The Daily Spell. Um, and, you know, tell us what you want to speak about. What type of platform do you want to use? How do you want to connect to other people? Um, so that we can kind of sort of start to put together uh, who is going to be doing what. And, you know, the sky so really, is the limit. If there's a, I don't know, uh, uh, a particular tradition or group in, say, Colorado, and they want to do a panel discussion on a certain subject, that's something that they can do right there in Colorado and either absolutely video it or do it on yep. Blog Talk Radio or yep. record it, and then it'll be broadcast. So there's many options. Correct. So, for example, think of all of the of the myriad you know, video capabilities we have access to on the Internet. We have Facebook live streaming, okay? We have um, Vimeo that we can upload videos to. We have YouTube that we can go live from and upload pre-recorded video from. We have um, the, the blogtalkradio.com. Um, we have so many other things that I can't even think of off the top of my head, but, you know, they're out there. We are going to harness all of what we can in order to bring as many of us as a community together during this amazing event, this amazing teleconference, quote-unquote teleconference. Um, so let me just give you guys a rundown really quick of potential subjects we're looking after. What does Wicca offer the world? How does Wicca and the mainstream media get together, the future of publishing about Wicca, um, establishing Wiccan communities on local, regional, national, international levels, Wicca in the millennial generation, really a part of paganism, and um, how involved is magic within Wicca, like how prominent is it? Um, and you know, this doesn't just have to be in English, we're looking from... Um, for, for as many languages as we possibly can. So if oh, you have something boy, in your native language that you want to do, please, please, please contact us, editor at thedailyspell.com. 
and um, we're able right now to coordinate in English and Spanish um, for sure. Um, but other languages are more than welcome. So, yeah, and all this is a, is a gigantic run-up to the um, to the Parliament of World Religions in Toronto, uh, Canada. Which starts uh, sort of the first day of November or something, right? So yes. it's going to come right, right off of a September mm-hmm. lightning bolt, a uh, week-long of global WICA summit, and then yep. get a breather. And then off to uh, the Parliament of World Religions. Yes. Well, that uh, that looks like a very busy fall, and it seems to me as though it's an opportunity to really maybe identify some new people out there that have some good ideas, some teachings, or uh, to discuss specific subjects that are, will be meaningful to the Wicca community. So mm-hmm. when it's called a global Wicca summit but it is open to other you know if say uh, a heathen group wanted to have a discussion about something right it's open so for that or is it basically basically the um presenters and the participants um as as speakers or panelists you know we're looking for wicca focused like um theme Okay, so like maybe, you know, how do heathens and Wiccans relate to each other? Or, you know, um, how can, um, how do I, how do I say this? Like, it's it basically, it has to, your, your prod, your, your presentation has to somehow fit into the, the framework of um, Wicca as a global faith. So, okay. um here. So we are looking for like a global perspective on Wicca. You know, maybe it could be, you know, oh, well, you know, I used to think Wicca were fluffy, Wiccans were like these fluffy bunnies, but then I experienced, you know, this one amazing ritual with a a group of Wiccans that, you know, came to this camp or whatever, and your experience about that, something like that would be, you know, and they really changed my ideas on what Wicca was, you know, what Wicca uh-huh. is, that sort of thing. Um, so, I mean, I am not, like, the final say on any of this. It's a group effort here. So if you think... I understand. Yeah, like, if you think you might, like, squeak in somehow into this, you know, Wicca as a global faith, and with the central question being, is Wicca a global faith? That is it. That is what we are looking for more than anything else. It's a frame. I I just wonder if some of the folks who, I don't know, are prepared or submitted ideas for the Parliament of World Religions for the mm-hmm. pagan theme, I wonder if some of them might not want to a volunteer to try out their presentation. If they if their presentation was accepted, maybe that would right. be an opportunity for them to do a run through uh, before the parliament, or maybe someone who had something put together that you know just didn't get didn't get accepted because there were so many hundreds uh, that were submitted. I know it's going right. through the review process now, so I mean there's there's an opportunity too for yeah. Uh, Absolutely, absolutely. You know, we this is this is gonna be 
crazy. It is going to be, you know, so big. It's going to kind of be like an online uh, an online parliament of World Religions Conference. Um, you know, Devoted there's going to be so much that you can't Rica. possibly – right. There's going to be so much that you can't possibly see it all in, in the week. You know, that's why we're doing it online because it can be recorded. It can be archived. It can, it can be saved and shown and taught to our future generations. That's what we're talking about here. We're talking about long-term history recording for our future, for our kids and for our grandkids and great-grandkids. And for when you know, we ourselves come back, you know? Right, exactly. So they're I mean, waiting heck, for us. You know, right, exactly. And we need to show them, look, this is how Wicca evolved. This is when... Wicca really came together for the first big, mighty time. And this is what happened. And this was a success. This was, you know, this happened, this happened, this happened. You know, there were, I, I, I don't expect it to go perfectly, but I expect it will go pretty well. You know, because we have a really experienced crew of people with, you know, managing and organizing and especially online stuff, so... Mm-hmm. It's gonna it's gonna really test our metal though, I think. So <laughs> we're I think in for a ride. It's gonna be so much fun. The biggest test will be saying, Okay, this is scheduled to start at this time starting at that time. You know. Yeah. Because you yes. know how how much criticism pagans give themselves. Oh, it's pagan standard time. You know, but yes. yet if it's gonna be professional, that starting when it's supposed to start is very important. Right. And ending and, you know, when it's supposed I mean, to end. Right, and seeing seeing that we have you know um, the radio pagans tonight as being one of the big platforms for this um, this behemoth of a project, I don't think that will be a hard time at least for the radio portion, because no. pretty much as I've seen through the what like many 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 years of PTRN, we're darn good about keeping timely. That's right, and a wonderful mm-hmm. segue. We have come to the I end know. of our show. <laughs> so, in keeping with the tradition of ending the show properly, let me tell you, it has been a real pleasure having you on the show, Liz. The uh, Pagan Shine Show uh, appreciates it. And, uh, you know, we want to send you this positive energy for your Witch and Famous agency as well as for much success. I am, I am open to all of the abundance the goddess is willing to provide, and I thank you for all of your good kind thoughts and words and thank you Mike it's always a privilege and honor and a blessing to be here you know and I love you and I love all of my family all of you from the bottom of my and, heart and we thank you and much success for your for your part and your participation in the global Wicca summit so Thanks, uh, I'm sure we'll be hearing more as it draws closer and uh, you'll keep and everyone else will keep everyone up to date so now for now, stay tuned uh, for Corellian Deep Waters with Lady Stephanie Neal uh, after our show's theme song, Shine. Blessed be, everybody.
counting hours In a web where each thread held a future And the future holds infinite powers You are braver than mythical heroes You have rescued the child of the dreamland You have conquered the beast of the shadows Centered on where you stand Feel the world at your feet Freedom calls you from time And glory because you idea 
And plus, I I hope that you'll receive uh, some uh, some good ideas to apply to to your life. And I also want to dedicate this presentation to the mothers of the world. And so with that, uh, I started off by by basically saying, addressing the human race, and, to, and basically today the human race is standing on the precipice of time. There are holy precepts that are life changers. And when I said life changers, that life changers just can't be received as a mind uh, information knowledge, uh, life changers can only work if you apply uh, them to your life, to actively practice uh, the precepts. And I'm only going to talk about one precept, and it's uh, about fear. And one such precept is by focusing on who we are. And sometimes people have a real struggle uh, really identifying or defining themselves because they've grown up uh, often uh, allowing others to define them, allowing others to define beauty and perfection and their own being. And uh, as uh, pagans, it is us that define our own essence. And so with uh, focusing on who we are opens our perceptions to our ever-present, well, full connection to deity, each other, and the great work. And when I said uh, each other, that's just as important as knowing self because something just happens when you actively uh, connect to another human being and eager to receive their knowledge and their wisdom, learn from them. And it, it just it, it just makes more sense. And even when meditating when meditating it, sometimes it's it's wonderful to meditate w- with another or a group of uh, folks. And we've all done that. We've meditated alone and we've meditated uh with a group, and you, you see the difference of the energy that, that uh, uh, raises when we're uh, together as a group, and yet it's just as beautiful uh, meditating alone, but there is a, a bond there that uh, develops. And so worldwide, humans are earnestly trying to find a closer connection to deity through many conditions of lack and oppression, hunting for answers that can release them from strident doctrines or self-doubt, all struggling so so hard. And yet uh, the good news news is that uh, we already have a connection with deity, that there is no place to go or no to travel, we're here in the very center of deity. We're already home. And 
but yet with the self-doubt and the strident doctrines within these limiting conditions, uh, every new day brings hope and divine love and light and connection because each one of you is the connection. Each one of you is the hope. Each one of you is the light. And each one of you is the answer and the destination. Each one of you is the promise. So allow those words to settle into your being. And if you don't believe them, then decide to believe them. Because it is truly the truth, and that is a true reality. This is what you are and where you are, the very center of deity. So fully embrace who you are. You see, a partnership was formed before time itself between all living things. And as we always say, everything is living. But all living things collectively forming the universe, all together, carefully forming you for millions and millions of years. If you want to just focus in on a single source, she and he, or if you want to select one of those genders, it doesn't matter, she formed you for millions and millions of years. So that's how precious you are. That's how amazing you are. This is why you are filled with glory, created to be the path. It's you. To be the next cosmic leap. To be the process of evolving to the next stage, seeing where we already are. And we all know we are already in the very center of the universe and the four corners of the universe because we are everywhere. Some groups and governments and doctrines utilize a single tool to control and limit perception so that many individuals remain waiting on their launch pad of life, thus many designing all their belief systems around incomplete self-perceptions. Now, we think we have complete uh, knowledge of reality, but fear shuts or narrows everything. Now, this reality changer is fear. Fear physically, literally, narrows the prefrontal cortex of the brain, where connection to the fullness of reality diminishes as reasoning becomes incomplete. A human cannot live under fear for long, as we all know. This will only shut them down further as 
where if you are about to be uh, harmed in some way or receive uh, negative news regarding your health or the health of a loved one, of course fear in the moment is natural. However, this type of fear usually causes one to wake up, not fall asleep. The prefrontal cortex of the brain is where dysfunction causes such a wide array of limitations. This part of the brain not only is involved with motor function, this is where memory takes place, problem-solving, spontaneity, language, impulse control, and social behavior, and most important, judgment takes place here. There is an integral link between a person's will to live, planning complex cognitive behavior, decision-making shrinks, where a person's perception of his world view becomes narrow, not being able to see the bigger picture or not being able to see from another's perspective or not even seeing their own picture. We change our lives by displacement, replacing and refining. A lighted lamp drowns and replaces the shadows. Behind every shadow is light. Uh, to rephrase that, uh, think about, you, about uh, let's say you have a little cup of water and it's very cloudy, and that may be the, um, the thing you're trying to deal with. Then you have a larger cup filled with bright, clear water, and that cup, much larger cup, is the gift or the one of the many gifts or the, one of the many things you enjoy doing, uh, and you take that and you fill your life with that. So picture you pick up that clear, beautiful water, and you pour it into the cloudy water. Soon you will see that the gift floods and replaces all the cloudy water, returning the water into a clear, beautiful water. So you see what happened there, that instead of focusing on a, uh, an issue for 12 years, you take what you know that you do well and you it, do it and you uh, apply it to your life. And as you're so busy refining and developing what you love, somehow the clouds just dissipate. So everyone in this space, which is everywhere, let us utilize one of our strongest vibrational tools to change and our life. And this is our voice, our light-filled 
ancient voices, speaking in unison, we say. So as I say these, repeat this out loud or in your mind to just receive that vibration that both of our voices connecting will ignite. Because we stand together, in harmony, we see your motives. Together, every day we say, we break the bonds of fear, removing all its limitations. Together, we raise a universal bonfire allowing this fire to reach the four corners of the earth. We collect and transmute this fear, throwing fear squarely in the center of these golden flames. We forge what was meant for harm into a refined, perpetual, lighted lamp. This has always been our responsibility to tear down what hinders open perception. As always, we eternally raise our lighted lamp out of the creation fires. So mote it be. And so it is. You see, I have expressed nothing new here to any of you. Every one of you have known these precepts from the beginning. This is why you are here now, within this life, within this time, within this space. This is why you were gloriously created for this great work. And this is just one reason why you are so important. This is just one reason why you are forever Happy Mother's Day.
If I should leave behind the sacred wood, I swear it shall not be for good. If from the orchards I should roam, I swear I'll not forget my home. Though the fields and vineyard hills, the meadows, downs, and singing rills be present only to my mind. Well, I am far from all my kind. I swear I will not long depart. I swear it as the bond of my heart. And all to which I turn my hand shall bring me again to the mother's land. If I should leave. Behind the sacred wood, I swear it shall not be for good. If from the orchards I should roam, I swear I'll not forget my home. To the fields and vineyard hills, the meadows, downs, and singing rills, be present only to my mind. My brightest and most trusted voices in the pagan world. Every night is Pagans Tonight. 